Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. We cannot have success, true success, without being committed to ourselves. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, we'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Cast, and we are talking about goals today. So goals in the way of how you are not setting them for yourself outside of your career-ish, okay? So let me start this off by telling you guys a story about myself. I have always been open about my history, what I've gone through, my dark times. And I think that sometimes people may assume that because I've overcome those difficult times that maybe I no longer have hard times. But truthfully, I still struggle. I still struggle regularly. And I look at problems differently And I have to be faced with problems in order to continue to grow. And I have really been in this uncomfortable period of growth for myself. And it doesn't, even though I know it's necessary, and even though when we grow, it's beautiful because we can give back to the people around us, it's still not comfortable. And so... I share this with you because as we're talking about today, when we throw ourselves all into one thing, it's just another way, even though it's exciting, of us detaching. And I saw this in myself. So I have, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about or heard about um, like swapping addictions, right? So I went from partying and drinking and drugs and all that stuff to being addicted to being overly rigid and structured with food and exercise and competing. And then when I started to pull back from that, as I became a mom, I really threw myself into my business. And What I've realized is that 
in order to find what our balance looks like, we need to sometimes touch what the extremes are. And so in my own life, being that I've been the person who drank until I didn't black out, and I've been the person who was completely sober. I've been the person in working out to where I've felt what what my body and, and my mind felt like to not move at all. And then I've been the person to where it was hours in the gym to where that that was my life, essentially. And in my business, I'm now recognizing that in myself, I let myself get off balance with how much I was pulled into my work because I truly love what I do so much. And when we're in it, it's hard to see because it's, feels like we're just doing what we should, right? I'm a business owner. And so therefore, in order for me to be successful, I need to X, Y, and Z. I need to, for me, this looked like making sure that I was helping as many clients as possible, keeping my calendar full. And that developed into me not being present Sometimes with my kids to where it was like, I understand so much that I have passion and love for this work, but I also understand that I have to have better boundaries with myself to be able to separate what I love and who I love and be able to be who I need to be in all of these situations. And it's a lot of pressure, right? We've talked about the pressure of success and what that feels like. And so... In, I share this with you because I know that there is so much pressure to be successful and what success looks like and, and to grow financially and to have the things we want to have. But man, we just really have to pay attention to ourselves and who we're trying to please and what we're trying to do these things for and what's motivating us and what's is something taking us away and are we checking in with ourselves right i think that for a good period of time i was so focused on continuing to help other people that i started to detach from myself without recognizing it because I love my work so much that it feels fulfilling to me. And so it was like, okay, well, I'm getting my fulfillment. But the truth is, now that I'm in this growth period to where it's like, hey, you got to pour more in. You got to do some more work on yourself. If you want to continue to grow and be better and be the best coach and wife and mom that you can be, You have to continue to do the work. And I've always been the person that's done the work. And so there was like a moment of disappointment to where I was like, have I just not done the work? Have I, you know, thought I was better than doing the work? What, What happened here? 
And after processing through this, and as I'm walking through this, I'm actively walking through this, guys. And this is why, like, I'm so off on my on my speaking points today, but I feel like this is really important to share with you. We cannot have success, true success, without being committed to ourselves. Hmm. I was so focused on succeeding and becoming better in my business that I ended up out of alignment with myself. I was so focused on helping other people grow that I forgot that I need to continue to grow. And let's just make something really clear. I read a lot of books. I journal. I have great habits. I take care of myself. All of those things. But there's still was something missing to where it's like, you have to be able to be still. And so I've had, I've made myself be consistent with meditation. But when I started seeing myself with my body being present in situations outside of work, but my mind not being to where I couldn't shut it off, That was when I was like, okay, okay. And the beautiful thing about me being in this situation and walking through this is that it allows me to actually be better at my job because I struggle, because I face these things that are hard, because I have to take ownership for my own shit that's going on. It means that I grow. And I become better. And therefore, everything that I give becomes better. But we need to make sure, and I, this is what's clear to me. I have to be sure that the things that I am pouring in are impactful, are actually fulfilling. This is like when people talk about like self-care and it's like you got to do Facials and massages and pedicures. And you guys, I do that stuff. I totally do that stuff. It's important for me. It's a break for my kids. It's an opportunity to literally, I go get facials so I could take a nap, guys. I mean, my skin is important, but also to be able to lay there and just have someone rub my face. It's fantastic. Anyways, but when people are talking about self-care, it's like, that we automatically think about those things. But like, if I hated getting a facial, if that wasn't relaxing to me, if that did not make me feel good afterwards, that would not be my thing. And so if you guys remember, I've talked about like the input output score, right? So how much we're putting out, like my coaching, when I'm working with a client, I, that is a 10 output for me. Because it is not only am I actively listening, but my brain is churning. Like my brain is on fire with like, what are we going to do to change this person's life today? It is not like when I'm speaking to a client, it is not like 
it is not something small. It is not just a regular conversation. Like I'm there so present and in the conversation that I feel them and that I'm like, okay, this is where they are. I understand where they are. You know, asking questions, navigating through that, that is a 10 out of 10 on the out. That requires everything that I have. And so realistically, it's like, how much of that can I give without having something that's a 10 out of 10 pouring back into me? And so in order to find those things, like I have to explore and I have to grow and I have to be put in uncomfortable situations. And I cannot tell you how many times this growth has been forced upon me by the same situation arising and causing some sort of fear in myself to where it's like, hey, this thing's here. So you have to look at it. I am making and have made the promise to myself to always be myself and to be aligned with what is most valuable to me. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to veer off that path because I have to veer off the path just like I have now because that allows me to give back to you to say, hey, I know. I know what that looks like. My struggles were not just 10 years ago in my dark tunnel. My struggles are ongoing and my struggles are so important. They are where my growth is born. And so anytime you see the highlight reel of social media or whatever, the truth is, is that everything that you're seeing that is a highlight was born from that struggle. It's really hard to set goals for yourself when you as a person are so tied to your success and and you as a person feeling validated only by the success that you have. A lot of my clients are high income earners. A lot of my clients have climbed ladders or started businesses of their own, or we are actively working on them starting a business of their own. And they have wonderful goals in that area. But we have to have goals in other areas. We have to explore. We have to have hobbies. We have to have friendships. We have to have some sort of social interaction, which COVID is not helping currently. But we have to make those commitments to ourselves because we can't do anything alone and we can't do anything if we're unfulfilled and if we're not pouring back in. One of the things that I recognize in a lot of these women that I work with, and I've seen this in myself, is that when we are like laying out our schedule, again, we have the need to want to fill the schedule. That is first. And then when there's blank spaces in the schedule, it's almost like, what do I do with my hands? Like, what do you do with your hands? Figure that part out. Because if you're asking yourself that, as I have, that means you need to go figure that out. That's the piece that's missing. Because a lot of times we're, we're looking at this these things that we think are unproductive, right? To where we're like, Why would I sit down and color or do a puzzle if I could answer emails instead? Because what what kind of creativity will doing that puzzle inspire? What kind of thoughts and 
closeness do we have with ourselves that spirals off into so many other things when we open up doors of creativity? Figure that part out. Because if you're asking yourself that, as I have, that means you need to go figure that out. That's the piece that's missing. Because a lot of times we're, we're looking at this, these things that we think are unproductive, right? To where we're like, why would I sit down and color or do a puzzle if I could answer emails instead? Because what, what kind of creativity will doing that puzzle inspire? What kind of thoughts and closeness do we have with ourselves that spirals off into so many other things when we open up doors of creativity? That's the first thing to go when we're overwhelmed. It's like, what am I going to do? Sit down and color? I have all these responsibilities. And I'm not saying that you have to sit down and color. I do believe that we need something in our lives that allows us to be active with our hands just because we're people. But maybe that's, you know, plants or a painting or it is a puzzle, whatever. But if you constantly just come back to working in any open space and time that you have, if it's either working or you're shut down, you're, you're doing an activity that you have no real interest is you're just kind of like apathetic or not present even in that. Like if you sit down and turn a t- the TV on and you're not even paying attention to it, you just want background noise so you don't have to think about anything else, that's, you're, you're not connected. That's the first thing to go when we're overwhelmed. It's like, what am I going to do? Sit down and color? I have all these responsibilities. And I'm not saying that you have to sit down and color. I do believe that we need something in our lives that allows us to be active with our hands just because we're people. But maybe that's, you know, plants or a painting or it is a puzzle, whatever. But if you constantly just come back to working in any open space and time that you have, if it's either working or you're shut down, you're, you're doing an activity that you have no real interest is you're just kind of like apathetic or not present even in that. Like if you sit down and turn a t- the TV on and you're not even paying attention to it, you just want background noise so you don't have to think about anything else. That's, you're, you're not connected. So if you're, if you're not present because you're so focused on the next step of what you need to do to succeed. I want you to remember that success and true success requires that you take the steps back and that you take the steps over and that you take the steps off the path and that you take steps that are not things that are in the path that you view as your career steps. Businesses are built and careers are built and last and are successful long-term when there is fun and creativity and play. Forcing yourself to fill your days with work and not be present in any other place of your life. Not having goals for yourself outside of your work leads to burnout And when you burn out, 
you are no longer serving the people around you and you're not serving in your career either. If I kept my calendar so full back to back to back to back clients, I would have no time for vision or planning or anything that fulfills me or to get a break, to process, to actually sit with a client and take everything in and let my brain flow on, oh man, these are other things they could do. These are other things we could try. We could implement this. This is such a great point that they made. But if I don't give my space, myself space to think and process, and it's just bam, 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 client after client, how fair to that is my clients or to me? Space is necessary. And stillness is necessary. If I am not okay, if I am not connected with me, I am not the best me. If I'm not growing, if I'm not struggling and working through those struggles and consistently showing up to face the struggles, if I do not do these things, I can't lead, I can't teach, and I can't give. What I'm realizing in this growth is about how much passion I have in creating freedom for people because that is what I've always wanted. Because that is what I have taken step after step to continue to create for myself. And every time I've taken steps back from that freedom, it's been something else that I've had to unlock that I've had to teach another client. I have a client right now who is 25 years old, making $40,000 a month. Financially, she's successful. How she feels because of how she got there is not good. You can have a high income and also have high fulfillment. Not only can you have that, that is what we have to have. If we want to earn a lot of money, that requires us being around to do that. That requires us being present where we are. That requires us firing on all cylinders. That requires us struggling and showing up to those struggles and taking ownership during those struggles. And that requires guidance and help. You aren't setting personal goals because your brain is business. I get it. I cannot tell you how many clients I've worked with that we've got them out of their careers, created their own business, and they're earning high incomes now. Because we worked on them becoming fulfilled, creating what they needed, and then reverse engineered in their freedom. Because that is the most important thing. When we are driven by fear of failure... We never actually feel the success that we have. But when we are driven by freedom, we get to celebrate because we know we're creating that. We know we are doing the work. We know we have purpose behind our work. We are not showing up in that autopilot mode. We are showing up and we are fully there because we are recovered and we are ready. So I want you to start reflecting. I want you to 
at the end of your day, at the end of your week, at the end of your month, at minimum, monthly, you sit down and you draw out goals. And within those goals, you have personal ones. And if you look at those goals and you're like, that's not achievable, then you ask for help until it is. And then the second thing that I want you to do is remember that you are your business. I am my business. It is me. I have so much help in the things that I create, but I am the creator. I am the coach. I am required for my success, which means I have to be okay. I am in charge of doing and implementing whatever is needed to have freedom and fulfillment. I am the teacher on how to create freedom, and fulfillment. I must be taught consistently on how to create freedom and fulfillment. If I don't go through this, I can't teach you. And so when I speak and when I talk to my clients, it is real and it is raw. And I, 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 I love what we create together. Because it's created from a place at which our hearts get to align and we get to create something that feels right rather than just going based upon what we think we should be doing because we have this idea of what success needs to look like. High income doesn't equal high hours. High income doesn't equal being tied to your phone or your your inbox. High income requires high fulfillment. The more that I live my life, the more I can lead in my life. I know that we are focused on success. I know that you want to succeed. But the thought that you taking a step back to take care of you would be detrimental to your success is wrong. What is right is that when you step back, everything falls into place because you become aligned and fulfilled. You deserve to have goals for yourself and you deserved true, true success. And that means having purpose and fulfillment and doing the things that you truly desire. I hope that today and tomorrow and as we walk towards another year, that you recognize that you have a choice on if you want to do things differently. And if you need somebody to guide you on how to make those changes, I'm here.
I just want to take a quick second to share some really exciting news with you. I've been waiting to talk about this, and so (laughs) I'm really excited, but my new group coaching program, the Freedom Collective, is officially open. So I know that you start your week with good intentions to move your body and get time for yourself, but then a day or two in, you're glued to your work and just pushing yourself to the back burner. I know you're doing it all, and you can't really see how there could be another way how you could take some of the roles and the responsibilities off your list without disappointing somebody around you. You're feeling really stuck on a hamster wheel. You're living on autopilot. You're basically just running in circles, but not getting to the place that you want to be. And you're buried in your day-to-day so much that you have no idea what steps to take to get out of the overwhelm. It's just that stuck feeling. Your to-do lists are continuing to grow, but never getting accomplished, which is leaving you feeling really unorganized and really unproductive. So I created the Freedom Collective for you, and this is for you if you want to follow through with the things you say you're going to do for yourself, like actually start the morning routine, be consistent with moving your body, And just do what you say you're going to do. If you want to get organized and you want to be productive with the time that you do have without feeling like you need to be 10 places at once in order to get everything done, this is the place for you. If you want to have time for yourself instead of living on autopilot without feeling guilty for actually taking care of yourself, this is where you need to be. If you want to be confident and actually ask for what you need without worrying about what others think, the Freedom Collective is for you. In the Freedom Collective, we're going to discuss where you are currently and where you want to be. We're going to actually lay out a plan of action that gets you to your goal. We go through a self-discovery process that allows you to stop questioning your decisions and show up confidently. Beyond that, we're going to dive into your habits, your routines, and your schedule, so that way we can make small shifts that ripple into a big impact. These are easily implementable changes that get you closer to your goals and taking care of yourself. Along the way, we're also going to identify any obstacles that could detour you from your goals. Anything that pops up, we get to handle. Anything that brings you away from the fulfillment and the alignment that you deserve, we're going to look at all of it. We're going to look at things like your fears and any shame that could potentially hold you back. And then we reflect back on your wins and discuss what's necessary to actually maintain the momentum that you've built instead of just fizzling out. If you want this opportunity and you know that you've been waiting for this sign and you've been waiting for the right time, the right time is right now. I only have 10 spots for this program and some have already been reserved. So if you want a spot, you can head into the show notes, click on Freedom Collective, and there you'll see more about the program and you can fill out your application. I can't wait for you to finally join me in my best group coaching program ever. Thank you guys for listening. I would love for you to share this with somebody who needs to hear it. And as always, I 
see you. I hear you. And I'm with you. I'll talk to you guys soon. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.